Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mail Right Podcast. Today's episode is number 290, and we are here with Chad Keller. Chad is a PPC and a paid strategy expert who has focused most recently on investment properties, but he's going to talk to us not only about investment properties, but paid strategies for residential real estate as well. We're really excited about today's show. Chad, if you could go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience, we would appreciate it. Nice to meet everyone. I'm Chad. Um, as, as he said, I am, I've been doing paid marketing for about 12 years now. I've built and sold companies on the back of paid marketing. Um, I've ran agencies, sold those agencies, got into real estate investing, uh, and kind of came full circle and now, uh, run an agency for real estate investors. Uh, and some of these investors as well are, are, are realtors. Uh, they do a little bit of it all wholesale, uh, traditional real estate, wholesale and investing. So uh, vast background, learned a lot over the years of working with them, and uh, now work with about 150 nationwide. So it's, it's been fun. Uh, brilliant. Uh, brilliant. Okay. John, why don't you go ahead and, uh, well, my, my amazing co-host has uh, founded his own technology company. I've been stealing his thunder lately, but John, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience, uh, the, oh, new, the new members. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Robert. Well, I'm the founder of MailRite. MailRite is a platform a CRM and a platform to get you quality seller leads. It uses the power of Facebook advertising. And we also got some other elements to MailRite that you will find extremely helpful. If that sounds interesting and we're looking for energetic, positive agents to join us and utilize our platform, just go to the MailRite website and sign up for a demo, which I will do with you myself. It takes about 15, 20 minutes. I'm sure you get some value from it. Back over to you, Robert. <laughs> Lovely. My name is Robert Newman. I am uh, a real estate marketing expert, uh, SEO specialist, and you can learn all the things uh, on my website, inboundrm.com. Without any further ado, Chad, uh, Chad and I were talking about uh, authors that we like to follow before the show started, and uh, one of his favorites was Phil Knight. One of my favorites was Warren Buffett. Um, and with that uh, very unusual lead-in, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, a little bit about one of your favorite current strategies in uh, – let's talk about your bailiwick, like where, you, where you're living. How do, you, how do you leverage aid strategies to find investors. Yeah, so for uh, on that side, we, we have a lot of partnerships um, with companies that, that we find our investors and work with our investors through. Uh, word of mouth is very big on that growth side of things. Um, on the paid side, it, it's for us to find motivated sellers for those investors. So a lot of what we do and, and the people that we work with are through word of mouth because we like to vet and work with very experienced investors um, that have been doing this for years and, and have, have a lot of doors underneath their belt, have, have huge portfolios. Um, but from a paid standpoint, uh, finding motivated sellers, I mean, there's a huge difference uh, between a normal seller and a motivated seller. Uh, you can find sellers very easily um, that are just looking to list their properties. Mm -hmm. uh, we can these all day for... We've done it for a few people where you get them from $3 to $10, but a motivated seller lead 
from an investment standpoint, can cost you in some anywhere in a market from $75 up to $400, depending on where that market is. Mm-hmm. Um, and using the combination of Facebook and Google ads has been the strongest suit for us. Um, that's where we bring a lot of big agency, big spend experience to a local market. I've, I've been one of the top affiliates for Fortune 500 brands for years. I've spent over $100 million on Facebook uh, probably in the last four or five years. Um, and taking those learnings and applying them to local markets, you can pretty much out-strategize people with the right creatives, the right campaign objectives, um, and going in and just taking over those markets. So there's a lot of people doing it that are just doing it themselves and trying to do it themselves. Um, whereas if, if you bring on an expert and use some of these strategies, some uh, top of the funnel campaigns where you're just trying to prospect, get them in to the mid funnel, trying to educate them a little bit, then come back and retarget them, push them through. Um, having built out strategies like that, you're going to have a much better success rate. I got you. Um, John, why don't you take the next question? Yeah, so now obviously um, in this kind of crazy market, Jed, everybody's looking for seller leads. Can you? You know, obviously, I'm not asking you to give, you know, delve into the magic box really deeply. But if you don't mind giving us a a little insight of some of your most recent Facebook campaigns um, that have got you some great results, that'd be, I think, really interesting to our listeners and viewers. Do you mind doing it? Yeah, no, I I didn't talk towards what what works, what doesn't work uh, on Facebook. Um, What we found just like throughout the years, like two, three, four years ago, used to take a lot of data and upload it to Facebook, use lookalike type of targeted audiences, things like that to really dial in and find these people. Um, The targeting and everything still works very well. Don't get me wrong. Um, But it's became creative heavy. Uh, You got to look at it from the standpoint of what's going to make Facebook look the best. The best way to make Facebook look the best is have really good creative that is shown to their users. So when those users see that, that they say, oh, this is a very quality ad, it, it really hits me and speaks to me correctly, and I want to click that. And then that creates a great user experience. That ad matches a landing page. And that one-to-one where the ad matches the landing page, you can have better relevancy scores with your ads. And then they're going to convert higher. So... Taking in the ad creative itself is very important, which a lot of people don't realize. They think they can go create ads themselves or just throw up whatever and it's going to work. Uh, we actually spend about, I want to say, we're spending probably twenty-five dollars to $30,000 a month nationwide just testing ad creatives for our clients because that's how important um, the creative can be. One creative can, can take you from uh, a $100 lead cost to a $60 lead cost. Just how that creative speaks and how that creative is positioned. It can all be in that. And Facebook's really pushing for advertisers to focus on that and spend a little bit more time on that. So um, that has been one of the most key factors in like the last three, four months uh, on, on Facebook for us. Oh, thanks. Oh, sorry, Robert. Was you going to say something? No, no, no. You can continue. I do have a question, but but uh, you, you rock on. So, you know, you... In some ways, am I correct? Is it distressed properties or properties that people, you know, and inherited and they're trying to get rid of quickly? Because, you know, you're a wholesaler in a way, aren't you? So is, is the word, 
So is it really knowing your audience well? So that creative really induces action from the from the target audience. Is that is that one of the keys to it? Yeah. So I mean, like I said, we, we have investors that are realtors themselves that, that wholesale and also are trying to buy investment properties. We have guys that do commercial, we have guys that buy industrial buildings, we've guys that buy land, multifamily. Um, that creative always speaks to the audience that they're trying to tackle. For us personally, me and Brian, uh, we're partners in this. Uh, we buy and hold properties ourselves here in Pittsburgh. We want three bedroom, two bathroom homes is what we want. And that's what we buy in good, in good school districts. So what, we, what do we feature in our ads? The exact types of houses that we buy. We, we feature three bedroom, two bathroom homes in these districts. We change ad creatives to the school kellers even the high school Keller, something that is known within that area and really resonates with them. Um, But from a a language standpoint, I mean, cash, quickness to sell on the motivated seller side, uh, that that quick cash, that quick closing uh, really speaks to them uh, and really gets you in with them. Because if they realize that like, hey, I'm going through this situation where I can't list my house because I'm a hoarder and no realtor will list this, um, I need to just take whatever offer I can get. And, and that, that cash offer is very enticing to me if it's right. Um, so we mainly, about 70% of the client base is dis- distressed sellers. Um, and, and by distressed, I, I mean hoarders, people going through divorce, death in the family. They are drastic situations that you're walking into and getting properties from. Um, but at the end of the day, you're, you're helping them get out of that situation. Um, and it, it makes a lot of sense from an investment standpoint. Um, but we do have guys that, that, hey, I want to target three hundred dollars to $700,000 homes in, in, uh, in Florida. And then we position ads to that. Um, those ads are speaking and they're going to landing pages that are higher quality, um, more professional looking, not as organic and as raw as, as a distressed seller ad would look. So it's really pertaining to that particular seller itself is how we position the ads. Yeah, I've got, some que- I've got a question about the landing page, but I'm going to leave it for later on and let Robert come in. Oh, no, my question is is a little off topic. Please, please continue. I mean, I have a, I have a, like a broader, a broader, like back right. it up kind of question. I, I'd prefer for you to continue on with your detailed question. It'll make more sense for the show. Right, yeah. I think we've got time for my question and then we we'll probably go for a break and then Robert can ask his so um, based on my own experience, Chad, uh, I found the landing page to be really important, almost, I don't know if yours is going to be different, but almost more important than the Facebook advert. I agree with everything you've said about the advert, but I found the landing page, you you can get a, a lot of good response from the advert, but if the landing page isn't spot on, they don't sign up for the lead magnet or whatever you're offering. So is that something you found yourself, that the landing page is also very crucial? Yeah, so so the bots on Facebook, they're going to scan your ads, they scan your landing page to see what that experience is like. Um, And the reason they do that is because there were so many black hat just illegal marketers in the past that used to push one type of ad in there, they would say something like, uh, I don't know, get this product for free. And then you come to the website and actually want to be free, or they would be promoting 
like this was huge in like the CBD and marijuana niche where they'd be promoting one product and you'd come to a landing page and they'd actually be pushing CBD or marijuana, which is illegal to push on the platforms. So they have bots now that come and scan your landing pages to see if they align with your ads. So the way that your ad speaks has to speak to your landing pages and they have to align with one another. If there's two completely different experiences there, then your, your ad costs are going to be much higher. Your reach is going to be limited. Um, you're, you're just not going to get the, the full dollar amount out of your ad spend as you could be if you lined your landing page up accordingly to that ad creative. So uh, again, it's the type of buyer that you're going after, uh, the type of seller that you're going after. Um, you want that landing page to speak to them, to talk to things like, hey, are you a hoarder? Are you behind on your mortgage? Are you going through a distress situation? You can go more in depth on that text on that landing page. Um, a great solution too, I don't know if you guys, have, you guys probably have heard of it, is Carrot. Um, something that Carrot does, which is interesting, um, is that if you put in... I'm, hey, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Do you mind for our listeners and viewers explain what Carrot is? So Carrot, yeah. Uh, we're actually, uh, Carrot's been a, been a great, great partner to us. Um, what they are is that they basically create done-for-you landing pages and websites for investors and realtors. And what you do is you can go in there, plug in your logo, plug in your phone number, plug in your um, plug in your area, and it automatically populates a whole entire landing page, drag and drop, real simple to, to create for you for like $60 a month. But what's interesting about it is that um, if you're, uh, from a real estate perspective, you can only target by county or city. So you can no longer do zip code or anything like that. But on Carrot, if if you type in Pittsburgh for us, for instance, there's different bur- boroughs that codes within Carrot within Pittsburgh, Beachview, Brookline, Dormont, all of this um, that will show up on the right side of Carrot, and they'll each have their own unique page automatically populated for you. And Facebook reads that. So if Facebook, if if somebody from Brookline in Pittsburgh clicks one of our ads and comes to our website and it sees that there's a page built out for Brookline in Pittsburgh, which is a small little suburb, which is a small little part of the city within Pittsburgh. Facebook's bots recognize that. And Facebook bots are like, okay, well, these people put a lot of time into their experience. Like no matter where this person clicks within Pittsburgh, they have something built for them. So it's almost tricking them in a way to create that, that UX, that, that user experience that you can't get anywhere else unless you go build that manually on yourself, which could take so so much time. So those have worked really well for us. Um, the lead cost there can be a little bit higher. You can do stuff where you can build your own landing pages with shorter forms to get a cheaper lead cost. Um, but th- there's all different ways you can go with the landing page, but it should always speak directly towards your ad. Your ad should line up with your landing page, everything the, off the full way through the funnel. Yeah, I think that's words wise. I think it's time for us to go for our break, Robert, and then we'll come back. You can answer your ask your question. Sure. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back. Uh, we're here with the amazing Chad Kelly, who's giving some great global advice about uh, PPC in general, and then paid strategies if you're looking for uh, people who are selling their homes uh, in the investment space. Um, We'll talk to you. We'll we'll talk to you in a minute. 
you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the MailRite Show, ladies and gentlemen. We are here with Chad Kelly. We're talking uh, real estate investment and paid advertising strategies. So far as yet, the show has uh, spent uh, a bit of time about how you might do ads to find motivated sellers of homes. So, Chad, I have a I have a different type of question for you. Um, you are you are on your website, and in this interview, I have gotten the impression that you are an investor yourself, you seem to be be extremely successful with it. I can honestly say in all the time that I've been doing this, I don't recollect a really successful investor who's decided to stick in the digital space. In other words, resell services to other people to help them find motivated sellers. It's kind of curious to me because I've never seen somebody with your skill set stick in it and then resell your service like your skill set. Can you perhaps globally let me like like give me some kind of insight about why you decided to do that? Uh, yeah, so pretty much this is how it all all came full circle. So I uh, I originally when I got started in the whole world of business, I built and sold an e-commerce company on in e-commerce. When I started that company, it was 100% built on the back of Facebook. From there, I created an agency called Growth Stackers. Uh, did a lot with e-commerce startups, all of that, then got into performance marketing affiliate-wise, where you're selling leads, pretty much Fortune 500 companies buying thousands and thousands of leads a month. And I'm like, okay, well, this is awesome. And I'm, I still do that for companies. Um, was making a lot, of, a lot of profits, a lot of money. I had a friend uh, that did SEO, uh, Brian, who's my partner now. Um, and I saw he was buying real estate and he was aggressively buying real estate. Uh, I, mean, I, was, I remember he was doing like three, four houses a month. And I'm like, man, like, how do I get into this? Like, how do I, like, I need somewhere else besides the stock market. I don't like doing that. I don't understand it too much, but I understand what you're doing from a real estate perspective. Can I get in on this? And he always told me, no, no. He's like, I, he's like, I don't need any money. Like it's working for me. I don't need anything. And he's like, you know what? You've been asking for a while. He's like, we'll, we'll strike a deal. He was like, you put up the money for the houses. I'll do the work. I'll make sure that like, hey, your money's always paid back, but the equity that we gain in these homes will split. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And that's when it all started. Um, started doing that with him, funding these houses, refining out. Put, I'd have to put up the cash every time to, to uh, we basically buy a house in Pittsburgh anywhere from 80 to 110,000. Uh, you can put 30 to 40,000 into it. And then we'll refi out for a hundred. So 30 or 40 will stick into it, but they'll appraise over 200. Um, so it's a great way to park cash, build equity. And I'm getting like, even splitting it with him, I'm getting 14 to 16% returns on my money. If I were to go sell that property right now, now granted we're buying and holding those properties. And I looked at long-term investments. I'm looking to hold on to them for 20 years. Um, so it just made a lot of sense for me that, Hey, he'll meet the contractors. He'll do all that. And I will just put up the money. So that that's how I got into real estate investing where I can still do what I do. And then we ended up starting this agency together because this is my background. It was his background. I run leads, started getting these houses from leads that we ran on Facebook. And we're like, we went to these real estate meetups and we're like, okay, nobody is like really doing this right. 
Like we've been doing this for ourselves. There's not many people in the space that actually invest and get it the way we get it and look for these distressed properties the way we do. Um, so let's do it. And that's where we started. Uh, we started motivated leads about, I want to say, I think it was like eight months ago. And now we're working with about 150 investors. Nice. Very nice. Uh, John, over to you. So what would you say is the difference? We've gone through Facebook, you know, that's important to have good visuals, good quality graphics, make sure your landing page. But let's talk about Google. First of all, what's the main difference between what you're doing with Google and Facebook, if there is a major difference? And of the two, which is getting you the best results at the present moment? Or does that vary? So yeah, on, on the Google side of things, it's different because it's cost per click where you're in a more of a bidding war or Facebook's impression base where you can kind of out-strategize people on, on Facebook. Granted, you can do it on Google to an extent. Like there's a huge difference, uh, especially if you're going out there motivated sellers between sell your home and sell your home fast. That one little word at the end can make all the difference. That fast word can make a huge difference in a market. Um, so, based, so, so on on Google, it's, it comes down to the money that you have. It's auction-based, it's bid-based. Um, granted, you can out-strategize people with some of those long-tail keywords and all of that. Um, they both kind of have the same conversion rate. If you look at it from a cost per... Google's always going to be a higher cost per lead is what we found. In some markets, especially um, like Northern California, LA, things like that, like you're going to pay $250 to $350 a lead where you can get that on Facebook for $150. Um, but especially in, in Northern California, you're dealing with a lot of tech companies that have all these, these uh, people that are clicking on your ads to drive your ads out of the space, using your daily budget up, all of that on Google. Um, but what we found is running the two together really it, 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 as a funnel makes the most sense because you're getting these clicks from Google and not everybody's converting, but they're pretty high intent. And if you're coming back around with your, because you have a Facebook pixel on the website, you're able to drop them into your Facebook funnel and then retarget them and push them through that way. Vice versa on, on Google banners and everything. Google banners never perform very well, but if you have enough traffic going, uh, it, it will work well, um, especially if you're driving that from Facebook to and, and retargeting on Google banners and all that. Um, so the main difference is one, like it's going to be more expensive on Google. They are higher intent. So the close rate is a little bit higher on Facebook. We're seeing like a 10, 12% uh, conversion rate on leads. We're basically one in 10 leads that fill out a long form of like a, you have 12 data points on these leads. We make them fill out pretty long forms. So that's why the conversion rate is pretty good there. Uh, same thing on Google, but Google is going to be a little bit more expensive, but you might have a conversion rate where one in seven leads turn into a deal. And your conversion rate varies based on like what you can do with these leads. Um, if you can, if you're, if you're just buying and holding, you're obviously going to have the lowest conversion rate, but if you can buy, hold, if you can list or you can flip or wholesale, you're going to have a higher conversion rate. So it's really depending on what you can do with them. But that, those are the main differences that, that we've seen. Oh, that's great. Over to you, Robert. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch up with you for a second here and actually have you back up and talk about something that you talked about uh, in, in passing. So I do know who Carrot is. And Carrot is the dominant player in the digital part of the... So if you're talking about Carrot and you're talking about investors, Carrot would be the equivalent to Age and Image for those of you, those of you who are listening to the show that are residential real estate agents. They dominate 
the the real estate website space. They build a lot of different types of products in that space. Mostly what I've personally seen are kind of like one-page funnel websites that are connected to social media. And, and that's what Carrot has gotten very good at building. But they have thousands of these websites up. They are literally the, the major player inside that space. So you mentioned them in, in passing. And you also said something about, like you talked for a minute, I think, about the, the strength of their landing page. Did it, do I recollect that correctly, Chad? Yes. Okay. So you've worked with them, it sounded like, to me, personally. Have you, you've done some business with them? You've interacted with them as a company? Yeah, we're actually, yeah. Yeah, we have. Okay. So what, um, just in case there happen to be people on, the, on, the, on, this, on this podcast that, that have, are thinking of using Carrot or are using Carrot or what, just like at very top level, what are, your, what are the pros and cons of an investor or a team of investors using Carrot as a vendor? So the pros of Carrot is that if you're running paid traffic and you're just worried about leads, like that's your main focus. You want leads high quality and you want to push them through and you want a quick site that you can throw up very quickly mm-hmm. uh, without much thought behind it. Carrot's a perfect solution for you. It's dead on a great solution for you. And there's more that you can do with Carrot um, that you can make it look more robust than they have their templates built out. But you are going to have to bring in dev or somebody to really make it look very professional versus mm-hmm. just a big Carrot site. And the more professional the site looks, it does do better on Carrot. Uh, but you are going to need that outside help to, to jitter around some code and everything. Um, the, the only con that, that we've seen, and, and I know they're working to correct some of this and everything, um, is just from a brand aspect, from a company aspect. Um, it, it's not that like huge company feel website. It's more of like a lead generating website. They have the About Us page. They have all these other pages and everything on this. But from a super robust design standpoint, I've seen some guys make their site look amazing. But I know how much from a dev standpoint they put into that site to look amazing. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were, if you're a larger company um, that you might want to go with a, a more brand appealing site, look more professional within your area. Um, but if you're just worried about like, hey, I just want leads in the door and I want to close deals. Carrot's a great solution. I want to do it as quick as possible. Sure. Um, that's, that's the only downside that I've seen from them. Brilliant. So, so for everybody who's listening, I don't have a lot of experience with Carrot. So and I do. I'm very much an expert on the real estate website developers that that focus on the residential real estate space, Chad. So I appreciate you contributing that. I legitimately have no retort, nothing to add. I don't know that much about them. I've done a little bit of research on the owners of the company, and I've I've certainly seen maybe, I don't know, 10 or 15 of their websites. But I haven't really dug into it because I don't focus on the investment side that much. So I, I appreciate you being willing to give an opinion to our audience. I think that our audience is mostly residential real estate agents and brokers, but there are a healthy number of those people that invest. Like that so there's there's some there's some crossover in um and I'm I'm talking to that crossover audience right now that might that might be thinking, ah, we need a, you know, we need an investment website. Yeah, um, I recently did a hybrid model for both. So you can sign up for a hybrid model that's like investor and realtor side all in one website. Um, it does really well. I mean, I, again, from a lead standpoint, everything, it does really, really well. I think right. it's time to wrap up 
the show, the podcast, hopefully Chad can stay on for 10, 12 minutes for bonus content. You're out for that, Chad? Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. Now, which they'll be able to see on the Mel Wright, um, Mel Wright YouTube channel. So if you want to wrap up things, Robert, that'd be great. I do. And uh, unless you had an idea, John, I know exactly what I'd like to ask Chad as we go to our, our break um, or as we come back and we get on YouTube. Chad, would you be willing to ask answer some global ex-like questions? Uh, John and I recently had a show where we talked about our personal feelings and thoughts about some of the privacy changes that are taking place at cookies, how that's going to affect uh, Facebook and some of the privacy changes that are taking place in terms of browsing that are happening with Google. Neither John or I were, are what I would call necessarily paid strategy experts, though. Neither one of us is managing millions and millions of dollars of, of advertising budget. I'm an SEO guy. He's a Facebook guy. And we really haven't reached that level, whereas you have. Would you be willing to answer some of those questions for us? Yeah, I mean, I will to the best the best that I can. I have been tracking it, seeing uh, seeing the differences since it has been released on twenty six. So yeah, I can talk to it a little bit. Okay, perfect. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be what we cover on the bonus content. Hope to see you there. Uh, oh, one last thing. Uh, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, uh, Chad, if somebody would like to reach out to you and um, get in touch with you or figure out, you know, take a look at what you're doing, how would you like them to do that? Uh, yeah, I mean, the best way is just go to motivated-leads.com um, and check us out there. It really explains everything that we do. Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn. Just search Chad Keller and I'm located in Pittsburgh, PA. Um, so happy to connect with anyone and talk more about uh, hopefully motivated seller leads. All right, and that's motivated hyphen leads for those people listening. It may or may not make a difference. I don't know, but uh, that's what the website is. And John, if you, if people uh, want to reach out to you or and, and get in touch with you, how would they go about doing that? Oh, thanks, Robert. It's really easy. Just go to mail-right.com, and if you want a demo or a discussion about your seller needs with Facebook, you can just um, book an appointment with me um, for a demo or a quick chat. And it's really quite easy. Back over to you, Robert. Lovely. And for all of those to you listening to the show, if you'd like to learn a bit a little bit more about SEO or me, you could go to inboundrem.com and you'll find out everything that you need to know there. And uh, if for some reason you you really want to take your life in your own hands and have a conversation with me, you can use my contact form. All right. So thank you so much for tuning in to the main part of the show. We're going to see those of you who are excited about bonus content on YouTube under the Mail Right YouTube channel. And that's Mail Hyphen Right. See you in a moment, folks. Mm -hmm.